98.5, 80s, 90s, and now it's Tad, Drex, and Kara. Have we not suffered enough without having allergies on top of the Rona? Uh, Dr. Feynman, Stanley Feynman is on the phone with us from Atlanta Allergy and Asthma. And Dr. Feynman, how do I know if I have allergies like this little sniffle cough as allergies or if I have coronavirus? So typically uh, COVID symptoms include fever, cough, and shortness of breath. Uh, whereas allergy symptoms are typically associated with nasal congestion, sneezing, itching, itchy nose, itchy eyes, um, and those are the main differentiation. People are not going to run a fever from an allergy. When does allergy season start? Like, could it possibly start months ago for some people? Because I've had, like, this cough that has persisted for seemingly forever. Went to the doctor. They did chest x-rays. He said, you're good. So there's no other real explanation that I can think of. You know, in terms of when the allergy season started, it was interesting because this year we saw relatively high tree pollen counts even in February. Uh, and if you look over the last few years, we're seeing that the tree pollen seems to be starting earlier. Uh, so there's a trend that, you know, because of the warming trend, we're seeing tree pollens higher earlier. So for many people, the pollen season is is starting sooner, uh, you know, earlier in the year than it has been in the past. Dr. Weinman, let, let's say maybe the uh, pollen that's coming out right now, it doesn't affect me personally. Like yesterday, I was out mowing the lawn and my wife's like, no, get back inside. Like you can't be out there for two hours breathing that stuff in, but it doesn't really affect me. Is it not smart still to just hang out in it, even if it doesn't affect you? So right now we're seeing uh, a lot of tree pollen. Uh, you know, obviously the main tree pollen that causes allergies are the hardwoods. You know, obviously if you don't have allergies and you're not triggered by that, then, you know, then that's, uh, that's one thing. But uh, it could act as a dust because such a high, the pine pollen does act as a dust. And uh, it could be irritating to uh, some people. So, Doctor, since we just had the, I think it was the second highest pollen count on record the other day do you foresee that continuing through the season that it's just going to get worse or was that kind of one of those hopeful one-offs and it'll be normal later on so yeah it, it peaked you know it was 8900 which is uh the second highest we have on our record i mean quite frankly if you're an allergy patient it's not a lot different if you have a pollen count of 8000 versus 3000 uh versus you know even you know 2000 i mean it's just uh, those are just such high counts that if you have allergies to those pollens it can definitely trigger symptoms and you need to take precautions um, what do people do when they have allergies? Maybe they itch their nose. You're not supposed to touch your face. So I was thinking like a high-powered hose. Do you have any other methods <laughs> that you could use? To so, to you know, it's it's funny you said high-powered hose. Uh, you're not really wrong. Uh, we do <laughs> recommend that uh, everybody who has allergies to take a bath, take a shower, wash their hair before they go to bed at night, wash off the pollen. Uh, that's very important. Dr. Feynman, safe to probably assume that you have a working knowledge of what's going on with COVID-19. Is there anything that you're seeing that people are doing that they shouldn't or maybe that they shouldn't do that they should? Mostly I'm seeing people shelter in place, uh, you know, take the uh, precautions in terms of social distancing. Uh, we've certainly done that. Um, I'm now in my practice, I'm doing telemedicine almost exclusively. We can provide a lot of, of health care through telemedicine, even though we, we can't 
physically examine the patient except for rashes. I mean, I've seen patients on telemedicine and been able to diagnose a rash just by looking at them on the uh, screen. Do you still collect the same copay for that, even though you don't have to leave your your uh, living room? You know, I well, as a matter of fact, I'm in my office. I don't do it. I do it in my in my practice. Uh, so I'm not in my living room, so to speak. But I do know that the government has made a lot of changes in the rules for telemedicine, and yes. I do know that people are getting a lot more coverage with their third-party carrier now because of these rule changes. So I think the government's done a good job at uh, accommodating. Uh, patients and uh, who want to do the telemedicine and doctors who want to do telemedicine by relaxing some of the rules. Now, I think one of the rules that they relax is that doctors can now perform their jobs wearing their pajamas. So just look <laughs> into that. Well, quite frankly, it's uh, the, you see the patients and they see you, so I don't know that they want to see me <laughs> in my in pajamas. Just for the waist up. Just for the waist up. Dr. Feynman, you're awesome. Thank you so much for this valuable information. Well, it was great talking with y'all. And uh, stay safe and uh, be careful out there. And thanks for calling me.